New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, New Vision. This is Todd Briner. I'm the student pastor and online pastor here at New Vision, and I'm excited to be back with you guys again on the podcast. Today, we're going to be reading Exodus 39, 27 through 43, and we're at kind of the end of the book of Exodus. There's only one chapter following, and we're kind of seeing the results of so many of the chapters previous, how they carried out the instructions God had laid out to Moses. And so in verse 27, this is the New Living Translation, it says this, they made tunics for Aaron, his son, and his sons from fine linen cloth. The turban and the special head coverings were made of fine linen, and the undergarments were also made of finely woven linen. The sashes were made of finely woven linen and embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Finally, they made the sacred medallion, the badge of holiness of pure gold. They engraved it like a seal with these words, holy to the Lord. They attached the medallion with a blue cord to Aaron's turban, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And so at last, the tabernacle was finished. The Israelites had done everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And they brought the entire tabernacle to Moses, the sacred tent with all its furnishings, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the tent coverings of tanned ramskins and fine goatskin leather, the inner curtain to shield the ark, the Ark of the Covenant and its carrying poles, the Ark's cover, the place of atonement, the table and all its utensils, the bread of the presence, the pure gold lampstand with its symmetrical lamp cups, all its accessories, and the olive oil for lighting the gold altar, the anointing oil and fragrant incense, the curtain for the entrance of the sacred tent, the bronze altar, the bronze grating and its carrying poles and utensils, the wash basin with its stand, the curtains for the walls of the courtyard, the post in their bases, the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the ropes and tent pegs, all the furnishings to be used in worship at the tabernacle, the beautifully stitched garments for the priests to wear while ministering in the holy place, the sacred garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments for his sons to wear as they minister as priests. So the people of Israel followed all the Lord's instructions to Moses. Then Moses inspected all their work when he found it had been done just as the Lord had commanded him. He blessed them. And so it's Exodus 39, 27 through 43. And I want to just share a few things that really jumped out at me in those verses. There's a lot of details and a lot of just kind of reporting what they had done. But there's two verses that talk about one specific aspect of what they did. And it really jumped out at me. It's really, I think, significant for us today. It's verse 32 and 43. And it says this. And so at last, the tabernacle was finished. The Israelites had done everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. In verse 43, then Moses inspected all their work when he found it had been done just as the Lord had commanded him. He blessed them. And so the Israelites were sure to do everything just as the Lord had commanded or just as Lord had instructed Moses. And now if you've been listening to the podcast over the last few 
weeks, you know that there was some very detailed instructions on how to prepare the tabernacle and how to prepare the priest's clothing. There were specific materials to be used. They were being made in a specific way. They were to be made of precise lengths and sizes. And it was very precise. And Moses, when he goes and inspects it, he finds that they didn't cut any corners. That they didn't make anything short. They didn't take any shortcuts. They went exactly to the detail in the commands of God. And I wonder, I wonder if we're like that. See, it kind of got me thinking. I wonder if we obey God in that way. Do we focus that much on what God told us to do? If you're like me, sometimes it's easy to think like, I'm just doing pretty good. I'm just doing most of what God wants me to do. I'm doing better than I used to do. Or I might look at someone else and I can say, you know, hey, I'm doing better than that person. So we can feel good about ourselves. But I think as we look through the book of Exodus and talk about the tabernacle, one of the things it teaches us is how that God cares about the details and how we should obey God in the same way the Israelites did in preparing the tabernacle. And I want to think if we're obeying to the details that and if we're striving to live to that perfection that God calls for us to live for to. So as I was thinking about this, now that I've been studying Exodus, I kind of wanted to study the next book. And I was like, I've been reading Exodus for a long time and talking about Moses. And so I want to see, well, what's next? And so I went with the book of Joshua and Joshua tells about the conquest of the land of Canaan under the leadership of Joshua. Joshua was the successor to Moses. And in Joshua chapter one, you get Joshua and he's nervous. He has big shoes to fill. He has to come and follow behind the man who led them out of Egypt, the man who God used to part the Red Sea. And Joshua is now assuming the leadership. And in chapter one, verse five, we see God speak to Joshua and give him some amazing promises. It says this, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instruction Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study the book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's such a powerful scripture, and, and I would encourage a lot of you, maybe if you're looking for something to read or something to study after the book of Exodus, Joshua is a great one. It kind of continues on the story of God's people, but Joshua 1.8 sticks out to me. It's a verse I learned and memorized a long time ago as a kid, and it gives us just a kind of a blueprint 
really, I think, for life. It says, study this book of instruction continually. That's the Bible. Study the Bible continually. Meditate on it day and night, and you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And so I think it gives us a little a little equation or, or a little formula for living for Jesus. And it kind of is this. It's, it's no, obey, succeed. Know what God commands through studying his word. Know what God commands through studying the Bible. And then don't just know about it in your head, but obey it in your life. And then you will succeed. Know and really put it into your heart and mind. Obey and then comes success. Know, obey, succeed. This reminds me of a test I took when I was in high school. I remember the teacher gave us the test. And right at the top of the test, it said, read all the instructions before you begin to answer the questions. Read all the instructions. Read all the questions before you begin to answer the test. And I remember I did that. I read the first thing, but I would go to number one and I do the problem. Go to number two, do the problem. Go all the way through the whole test, taking you know, the whole class period. And then at the bottom, the last thing says, the instructions were for you to read through the test before you answered any questions. Please do not answer any questions and turn this test in blank. And I remember... After I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I wasted all this time. And I got my pencil out and, and probably went from having a full eraser to literally a no eraser. And I tried to turn the test in. And see, it was a lesson in the fact that we need to follow instructions. And it was our teacher trying to get us to read through the test and read through the questions before we begin to get the answers. And see, if we would have just followed the first instruction and obeyed it, we would have easily succeeded and everybody would have got an A. But instead, many of us, myself included, did not. I think that's what it's talking about here. Know, obey, and then succeed. Let me read Joshua 1.8 for you one more time. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then. Will you prosper and succeed in all you do? Know, obey, succeed. Dear Jesus, I pray that we would take time to know your word. Take time to know what you command. Know what you would have for us to do. Know how we should live. And we find that through your word. May we all continue to spend time in things like this podcast and in our own personal study. And then may we obey and apply your word. And then we claim that promise that as we do that, our lives will succeed. And we know they'll succeed because following you and living for you is success enough. God, help us to know, obey, succeed. I pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.